This podcast is brought to you in collaboration with The Sway. The Sway are an amazing company whose mission is to help us all to have better sex. The Sway Box is a bi-monthly themed pleasure package. And for £35, subscribers receive a box every two months. The box arrives discreetly and it contains a range of exciting products to use with your partner to spice things up in the bedroom. The January-February box includes a cute finger vibrator by Miss V, edible vanilla flavoured massage oil, candy explosion, which is popping candy for tingly oral sex, and a strawberry lube by Mix Gliss. This also comes with a booklet on the theme and the products, and they offer suggested positions and ways to use the products in the bedroom. They also include little Would You Rather cards to make it easier to approach the theme and to ask for what you want without directly having to say it. Uh, the Sway says it for you, and you just choose which one takes your fancy. I think this is an excellent Valentine's Day present, whether you buy it for your partner or your partner buys it for you. There is no doubt that this will increase the passion and give you new ideas for things to do in the bedroom. You can find The Sway at www.thesway which is t-h-e-s-w-a-y .co.uk or you can check their Instagram at thesway underscore club so what are you waiting for? Hello and welcome to the La 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 Let Me Explain podcast with two fantastic amazing special guests this week we have Cassandra do, what's your stage name? Cassandra Marie? Cassandra Maria. Maria. That's just my first name and my middle name. My last name's Nelson, but that's not as fancy as Cassandra Maria. So just chop that out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your Insta as well. It's yeah. at Cassandra Maria With X. It. Yeah. Yeah. And Cassandra is a comedian. You know, I always want to say a female comedian. Mm. And that's a really weird thing because why should I? I don't say someone else is a male comedian. Yeah. Just call them a comedian. It's because com- comedy is dominated by men. So when a woman does it, you feel to say like, it's like a bus driver. Whenever I see a woman bus driver, I'm like, yeah, female bus driver. Yeah. But really, it's just the bus driver. It's, it's interesting. Not, yeah. I have to catch myself like to not say yeah. female comedian. So you're also a radio presenter. Yes. And uh, you've got lots of stuff uh, in the pipeline. I was having a look at your blog, 100 Days oh. of Hunger and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, check Cassandra Maria out on Insta. And our other guest here today is Taser Black who is the leader, forefront runner, actually, of I Think Podcasts (laughs) in the UK. Probably one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. I'm not big on podcasts, but yours is amazing. Three Mm -hmm. shots of tequila. Gives you a a major insight into the male male mind and how they work. And sometimes it's a bit um, stressful, actually. But you are are excellent. You also run, uh, so it's a few different events you do, isn't it? Yeah, my my main baby is um, Faded. That's going to be seven years in April. No, March. And is that a club night? Club night, yeah. And we've branched out into doing R&B nights, comedy shows. We've done concerts before and now we're doing brunches. Is that, that's the Lux Sunday thing, is it? No, no, actually Lux is... um, the other two guys on free shots, ah. yeah. So people make the association because obviously you wear free shots, but Lux is what they do. Yeah, I'm more faded, refresh, bad brunch, absurd first days, and then my business partner does a night of cozy show. Yeah, there's there's a lot there's of a events. Lot going on. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put me on the guest list. Yeah, why not? Just let me know. Safe. <laughs> Thanks. So we're going to stick to the same format as we usually do with the podcast, and I have asked my followers to send in questions, topics, dilemmas that they want answering from the three of us. So we've got a whole list of stuff uh, today. But what I wanted to start with, because what's been happening 
all over social media is this massive outpouring of different opinions about R. Kelly. Mm. So there's this documentary has been aired six, six episodes long. I've only watched the first three, but that's been enough for me, to be honest with you. Um, surviving R. Kelly. And, um, and it's shocking, but it shouldn't be shocking because I think everybody kind of knew what was going on. But I think the question that people keep, uh, that keeps coming up is, do you think we should stop listening to R. Kelly's music because of his behaviour? Everyone always says this. I remember yesterday I was in the gym and it came on and one girl stopped and she was like, no, we can't listen to R. Kelly. I was like, whoa, okay. Like it's just, but I mean, yes, because some of the songs do talk about young girls. Like I think in She's Got That Vibe, he mentions Aaliyah, but at the time she was 15. So when you're listening to it, you're going to think I'm now going to listen to that and think of that. When I listen to his songs, I'm going to think, who is this about? Are you talking about? an underage girl and it's just gonna it's ruined the music experience anyway for me so do you know what I mean if Mm. you can I can't separate it now some people can some people can probably separate the art from the man for me if I listen to his music what's gonna come up in my head is who are you talking about yeah what are you saying yeah who is his son do you know what I mean I agree I agree but also to what degree are we gonna mute R. Kelly because Mm. forget the music that he's produced and he's given out as R. Kelly He's helped other people. He's written for other people as well. So mm-hmm. there's there's songs by B2K, for example, that R. Kelly's um, produced or written. Um, Neo. Um, there's so many artists that he's... Michael Jackson. Even I heard that Michael Jackson, You Are Not Alone. Yeah, well, that was on the documentary, wasn't yeah. it? And, and he wrote that... He wrote You Are Not Alone for Michael Jackson. But actually, he was allegedly writing it for his abused domestically violently messed up 17 year old girlfriend who was pregnant who was having a miscarriage yeah so wow. now i don't think i love that song yeah. and i don't know if i can ever listen to it without not hearing the sinister stuff behind it yeah so it's uh... it, it's it's i think it's a bit it's difficult because like a lot of the songs like one of my favorite songs ever is download keep mm. it on the download yeah. That's like literally grooming. Yeah. That's a grooming song. Yeah. Like, don't tell anyone. It's just between me and you. Like, your parents don't need to know. Mm. You know, I never, I always thought, oh, maybe a man don't need to yeah. know. But actually, he's probably trying to say, don't tell your yeah, mum and dad. So don't let them know. So, so I, but, but I just think it's, um, yeah, I just, what upsets me is that there is even a debate about it. And I think a lot of the debate is coming from people saying that, come on, you know, I saw something on somebody's stories the other day who was saying something about, is a 17-year-old even that different to an 18-year-old? Like, what's what's the difference? Like, why why are we going freaking out because he likes 17-year-olds? But if they were 18, no, nobody would be batting an eyelid. And um, I mean, I think that's quite... What do you think of that? No, from when they are seven, 17 sounds young, first mm. of all. 17 is still underage. There is a big difference. I think when you turn 18, for me, because I knew... I don't know, something changed in me because I was 18 now and you feel, you know, you're legal to do certain things. 17, you still probably see yourself as a kid because you're not legal to do certain things. You don't have your identification. You can't drink. You can't, do you know what I mean? Mm. 18, everything just changes because you, you can't explain it. You're allowed to do more yeah, things. Yeah, I so. mean, legally you are, but I also think actually there isn't that much difference and that's why 35-year-old men shouldn't be linking 18-year-olds, really. It shouldn't be a matter of, is this person legal? Mm. It should be a matter of, is this person on my wavelength? Are they emotionally able to negotiate Mm. sexual situations? Are they, you know, at 18, 
you probably not haven't got the capacity to negotiate certain situations with a 30 year old man how I think what was scary as well is the people that obviously I have seen the debate on Twitter as well the people that are okay not okay but are kind of justifying R. Kelly's behaviour I feel like they're enabling it like they're mm-hmm. probably indulging not as deep as 17, 16, 14 but maybe they do see themselves dating mm. younger women and they don't see that and they don't have a problem with it so mm. the reason why the industry has kept it so quiet is because maybe R. Kelly isn't the only one Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, he's definitely not the only one. And I mean, I think if we knew what was going on behind closed doors with the elite in the media and the politics and all of that mm. stuff, I think we'd be like absolutely sick into our stomachs. You probably wouldn't even watch TV or listen to music anymore. Yeah, no. yeah, you know I mean? exactly. So, I think it's interesting that like if if a 30-year-old woman was messing about with 18, 19-year-old boys there would be like a whoa like Mm. who is this but when it's the other way around it's kind of acceptable I mean I don't know in your circle or any people that you've moved with as as guys what if I mean because you're like sort of late 20s now right yeah so what would be the age limit for you like in terms of if you're if one of your boys started dating an 18 year old would you guys find that sinister or would that be acceptable I'd say what are you doing she's 18 Mm. yeah so I mean the the youngest I've reckoned that and one of my boys has probably dated and questioned himself but thought you know what I enjoy a company I'm having a good time it's probably 22, 23 mm. just come out of uni got into work probably met her right in the club didn't ask her age just assumed that she was of age because she's in a club mm. got to know each other and then she probably said something that's probably thought hold on wait hold on how old are you? Mm. and she's gone oh I'm 23 and he's like oh and then obviously he's come in the group chat like you know that girl she's 23 you know and we're like well it's up to you how do you want to consume how do you want to pursue it? And he's like, well, I like a company, so we'll see how it goes. Mm. But for someone to say, oh, I'm dating an 18-year-old, it's a bit like, whoa. Yeah. It just sounds, it just yeah. sounds not... Well, it's teen, isn't it? I, I just think that, you, you know, age gaps are fine, but I think that they, the age gaps close, you know, a 30-year-old and a 40-year-old dating is not a big thing. A 40-year-old and a 50-year-old dating is not a big thing. Mm. You're, you're in different life phases, I guess. But I think anyone, when you're reaching sort of down that end, I remember myself at that age, I was a fucking idiot. I was a fucking idiot at 19. I was an idiot at 20. You know, with hindsight, you look back to those years and you realise how much you've progressed and mm. how much you've learned, like, over that time. And I wouldn't, I just feel it's regressing. But what's funny to me is that when I was younger, like 17, 18, the women my age were dating older. Mm. So it was like, oh, you're too young for me, even though we're the same age. And mm. they were dating guys who were like 24, 25. Well, that's the creepy thing. When I look back to me being 14, 15, we, we we were not interested in the boys in our school, you know, in our class because they were idiots. They, they, you know, they were childish. They were pinging our bra straps and all that kind of, you know, that's how mm. they found their entertainment. And when we had these, you know, grown men, 22-year-olds pulling up outside the school in cars, they had their own flats, they had weed, they had all of that kind of stuff. To us, this was glamorous. Mm. And, you know, the part of the grooming process and it is grooming, you know, um, is that they would make you feel like you were far too mature for the boys mm. in your school. You know, don't matter that you're 14, you know, you're, you've got the brain of a 21-year-old woman. Of course you fucking haven't, like. Um, but it's all glamour and it's all cool. And it's only when you look back when you're a woman and you think, oh, who were these men? Yeah. Why Why was this even with pedophiles? <laughs> Straight yeah. up pedophiles. But you don't see it. And there's, it's very difficult to convince a 14-year-old girl this 21-year-old man, it doesn't like you for you. Mm. He likes you because he's got issues, major issues. But it's, it's a very common problem. Very yeah, common problem. Definitely. And especially now, I think, with the rise of the internet and social media and stuff, young people are far more at risk because 
when you are 14, if you've got some man come, you know, DMing you to, oh, you look much older than your mm. age. And but it's scary now because even, I'll be honest, I'll be on the gram sometimes. I'm like, oh, I don't know this girl. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I might send it to my brother who's, my brother's 21. Mm. I'm like, who's this? Oh, that's da 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 da. She's 18. I'm like, what? Mm. She's got People like, look a lot yeah, older. she's got 500,000 followers. She lives in Northwest and it's like, how does someone who's 18 mm. years old have half a million followers? Mm. And it's it's weird. So I can just imagine what her DMs are like. Yeah. And she probably is just someone who works in JD. Yeah. So I'm trying to say, so it's it's scary now because those younger girls can attract so much more than back in the day, like you're saying, where yeah. you'd only see the guys who pulled up outside your school mm-hmm. and maybe saw you walk home. Whereas now, your social media, you're yeah, open to so you. much. Yeah, yeah, like so much people, so... Yeah, and I think we have to be really open with our children and, and and not fuck about with that message. And that comes back to that R. Kelly thing in that if our children are seeing us on the internet saying, oh, it was that child's fault, she was too fast, you know, mm. she consented to being pissed on or whatever, or, you know, a- anybody defending R. Kelly and their children seeing that are then going to be in a position where if anything like that happens to them, they're not, they know they can't go to their mum or their dad yeah. and, and, and talk about it because they know their mum and dad are going to go, well, it's your fault, mm. you know. So, so I think we have to be really careful because if we want to give positive messages to our children and protect them, then we have to show them that with the stance that we're taking. Mute fucking R. Kelly. Don't sit and listen to his music and justify his behaviour because you like a couple of his songs. Mm. Show the world and your children that you're not going to stand for this bullshit, you know? Because um, there are risks. So, so anyway, I think good. We're all on the same page about R. Kelly. You are Kelly, yeah. So let's get on to the topics, the proper topics that... Uh, the women are stressing about at home. So the first one says, should a man always pay on the first date? And if he doesn't, does that mean he's not interested? I guess that's me. That's yeah, well, you, you're going to have to answer that one for us. <clears throat> um, the thing is, it goes back to the whole courting. The idea of courting is a guy moves to you and offers to take you out. So I believe in that sense, then yes, he should pay. But where the lines get blurred is that sometimes you might find yourself in a situation where you're talking to a guy and it's just conversation. So you're like, oh, I really like this guy, but he's just taking long. So you might offer to be like, do you know what? Do you want to go cinema? So that's where it gets confusing because you've offered to take him out. Even though it's your first date, you've offered to take him out. Mm. He doesn't want to go out. Well, you didn't No, I mean, saying, do you want to go cinema is not the same as saying... Can I take you to the cinema? No, it more or less is because well, I so haven't saying, offered to take I'll meet you out. You, I'll meet you at the cinema. But I haven't said I want to go out. No. You're suggesting it. So that's where some guys will say, then I don't think I'm paying because you've suggested going out, not him. Do, Whereas, do you agree with that mentality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, if, right. if you've suggested to take me out, I'll pay anyway. That's just me on the first date. Even if you don't like her? If I don't like her, I'm not going. Right. I'm not wow. going. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lead you on. I'm not going. No, but I mean, if you don't like her after the date, so you might go out on the date thinking actually this could go somewhere you're on the date for whatever reason she's she you've thought oh actually you know she's, i'm not feeling she's not, it. Yeah, i'd still pay i'd still, still pay. pay yeah i'd still pay i feel like i don't want to i don't want to feel like i owe anything so i'll just pay cool and i wouldn't even let it be known that i wasn't feeling the date at the moment yeah, at that yeah. moment in time i'll just be like all right cool if it's something relaxed anyway whether we went bowling or went to eat all right cool finish the conversation right, i'm gonna go now cool and then after we'll speak about it if she tries to suggest date number two, I'll be like, you know what, I'm not really interested. Or the easier way, I just ghost. Like a lot of people do that. I'll just ghost. You <laughs> get, her off completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't get, get no replies. You'll get the hit eventually. But I feel I, like in oh, that situation. Let's talk about this, so. I, we can talk about it. But I feel like in that situation, because women need to be more careful in 
yes, I know you like a guy and you want to go out with him, but he takes, I know guys take long. So what you find yourself doing is you initiate the move and then that the guy will see it as, okay, you, you led on. So, all right, cool, you pay. But why, why in that scenario hasn't he initiated the move? Maybe he's not interested or he hasn't got the time yet. Mm. But I, I do I do get it. I, I totally understand that. Listen, you got my number two months ago. We haven't seen each other yet. You're taking long. Mm. But, all of, but he's always texting you, hey, how's your day? Yeah. How are you doing? Another day. Oh, I just saw something reminded me of you. Hope you're well. Hurry up and take me out. Like, I get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But then when you initiate it, then he sees it as, all right, I'm oh, okay, I'll probably take you out on Saturday. I'll go out with you on Saturday and see how it goes. If a woman was to say to you, okay, so when are you going to take me out? Would you think that is a bit rude or would you? N- not if I was interested. Okay. But if you were interested, why haven't you already suggested to her? That's why. That's where the gray area is. Maybe because I'm busy. So you're in a hurry. Give me time. So yeah. that's where people need to communicate. Yeah, maybe, how busy for two months? You're busy. Because if I'm uh, talking no, but to I, you... I said two months. Like we don't yeah. know. But let's let's say I spoke to you this Saturday. Yeah. We went out. I moved to you, got your number. Yeah. I want to see you the next week. That's me. Yeah. If I'm interested. If I'm not interested, then I'm probably just waiting until I bump into you again. Mm. But then uh, why are you continue? This is, a, I, I, this is what I'm trying to understand in like... Because are you, you're single. Yes. Yeah. So I, I guess for me, like if I start talking to someone... I don't just want a pen pal situation. I, I don't want to waste my time talking to you because... Yeah, I want to see you all yeah. the time. Not all the time. But I want to <laughs> see you like... You know, it's stockish. But I want to see you like within a couple of weeks. Yeah, I want to get the first date out of the way because yeah. I don't want to waste my time starting to get excited by your texts every day. Mm. And then we go on this date and actually there's no chemistry or you do something to really put me off. But then also you need to know why he's moved to you. Like, he might not be moving to you because he's looking at you as potential, his potential girlfriend. He might just be, You might just be someone he just wants to sleep with. Mm. Oh. So if that's the case, then what's the rush? I'm going to sleep with you eventually. So what's the rush in his head? But are we not going to be able to tell that from the tone? Actually, no, that's a stupid thing because we can't. And that's oh. that's part mm. of the problem. And that's the scary, yeah. Yeah, that's the scary part. You're never going to know what's what going on until it actually happens. So, so basically from this, we can take that if he's actually interested in you in a kind of developing more then he's more likely to to be more active about trying yeah. to make a date sooner mm-hmm. if he's taking a while and you have to ask him then he's not then so what so really is your advice just don't don't, don't ask yeah, don't wait for him to ask yeah like just don't bother moving like I've been in situations where I, I found myself texting and texting and texting there's a conversation mm. but I've I've sat back and thought hold on a second I'm always the one initiating this conversation. Mm. So with one girl in particular, I just said, you know, I'm not going to text her. I didn't tell her. I just said, I'm not going to text her and mm. see if she initiates a text. Lasted two weeks. She texted me once mm. first. And all, all the text was, is, I just got to work, saw a pair of trainers, thought you might like, here's a picture. Mm-hmm. That was it for two weeks. And at the end of the two weeks, I messaged her, said, can I phone you? She said, yeah. And we spoke on the phone and I told her that that's what I was doing. Hence why we haven't spoken for two weeks. And her excuse was, oh, I just thought you was busy. So she had no idea that the only reason we speak is because I always text her first. Yeah. And some people are like that. But do you think, Cassandra, that as women, we are sort of taught not to take the lead in those things and to let them chase us a little bit? Yeah, because for me, um, I was always kind of taught that if you take the lead and you're proper, like, it means that you're coming on too strong. The guy might get put off. If I'm proper, like, honey, 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 he might be like, okay, well, this is a Desperation, people are attracted to desperation. And Mm. I think... As a woman, you don't want to come across as desperate. You don't want to come across as man hungry. You don't want to come across as that. So you just kind of let the man take the lead and yeah. see what he does with it. And if he, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If he gives back a lot, then you give back a lot. But if he doesn't, for me personally, I just give back the same kind of. 
it's a shitty situation because if I'm speaking to somebody and and I'm feeling them, I want to text them. And I want to be like, if I'm child free on Saturday, I want to tell you, oh, look, you know, I'm only child free once every Mm. other weekend. So my Saturday's free. Don't know, you know, if you want to do something. Um, so, so I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a grown woman and I want to be able to take control of, I like you, I want to talk to you, I want to see you. But then at the same time, there is this whole narrative mm. about men get put off if women are contacting them too much. Men don't want someone who's too keen. They want to be the hunter. They want to mm. chase you. They want to challenge. But then it, then you're saying, but actually if she ain't putting that same energy in and that same effort, then you're just going to give up. I think it just so depends it's on whether very the per- complex. It's complex, but I just feel like it depends on whether the person likes you. And the problem is nowadays is people have too many options. Mm. So a guy can give you 20% and you think, um, oh my God, he likes me, but he's giving you 20% at the right times. Mm. That's why it seems like he likes you. Now when you, for example, let's say you always see someone because you're free on a Sunday. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I'm free on a Thursday. And then you realise this guy's actually busy. It's because you've changed days. Mm. Now you realise this guy actually is, hasn't got time for me. He's just available on a Sunday. Mm. You know so it's very, very complex. I get it. Yeah. But it's because people have too many options. And then you realise, right, well, he's giving his Thursdays to someone else. Mm-hmm. I haven't realised that because I'm just, I'm, I'm the Sunday girl. So it's weird. Do I you get have girls on rotation? Not even rotation, but like, for example, on Saturday night, like I know if I, I'm, I'm at home mm. on a Saturday night. Let's say, I'm, for example, I ain't got an event or I'm, I haven't been bothered to go out. I know I'll get a message on a Saturday night. Someone's out having fun. They're tired of the rave. Taser, where are you? Like, I'll get it. Mm. And now I've got to make a decision. Like, I'm sitting on my sofa with my boys like, right, look. Mm. Sarah's messaged me. Um, Keisha's messaged me. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm single. Is I'm this big... how your life is running? At no, I'm just, I'm wow. just, I'm just saying. Like, honestly, this is just, a sad, like, this, is just, this is just because I know a few girls that I'm talking to have gone out on a Saturday night. They've gotten drunk. They, nah, they don't want to go home. They want to continue their night. Mm. Now nah, my phone's pinging. My ego is not telling me I'm the only guy she's messaging. Um. Well, I see. See, I think this is this is something that happens quite a lot. And I, like, I know that if if a guy asks me, "Are you speaking to anyone else?" and legit, I've been celibate for two years. I am not speaking to anyone else. If I go out on a Saturday night and I get drunk and I decide that I want to like have a link or something, I, I've literally got to scroll back to WhatsApp conversations from mm. 2016 and see if then wow. people still remember me. <laughs> like, I've got nothing going on. There is nothing to hide. But I know that if I speak to a man and, and he's like, so are you speaking to anyone else? And I say, literally nobody. They don't believe you. They don't. They don't believe you. Don't. Because of what they're doing. Because they've got like some DMX, Keisha, <laughs> shit going on yeah. on a Saturday night. But also, uh, maybe because he finds you attractive, he's just thinking it can't just be me just talking to you. That's probably why. As he gets to know you, then he'll realise that, okay, he is actually me. But... From the- what my personality will make him realise that yeah nobody else is talking. Well, in the beginning, it's just a bit. I think it's just a bit of banter. Where it's like, nah, I know you got bigger guys on you. I know you got loads of girls on you. Yeah. It's just a bit of banter. But then as you get to know the person, mm. you realise, oh, okay, cool. It's just me talking to them, or it's me and maybe one other. But you've obviously got so many potential booty calls that when you get them from all these people on a Saturday night, you're still sitting there with your boys going. Can I even be bothered to, yeah, sometimes to I go get bed. up for this? Yeah, sometimes I go to bed. Like, I'll just pretend like I can't see my phone or I've, been, I've gone to bed already. But that's because I'm in the... Not because I'm in the nightlife, but because I'm in the nightlife, I see it. Mm. Like, I've seen girls walk in, happy go Larry with their girls, and then they're leaving, everyone's on their phone. And it's like, Keisha, where are you going? Oh, I just got to phone Jermaine, see if he's around. Mm. Like, I've seen it happen. It's like, they go inside, have a good time, and they want to continue the night. Yeah, of course. So, you want someone to go to go home with. So I think we just need to come back to that thing that you said about ghosting, though, which is that you had gone on a date with a girl, you've realised that you're not interested, and you're 
either going to say, I'm not interested in part two, or you're just going to let it fizzle out, ghost her, not respond to messages until she gets the message. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier that way. Easier for who though? For just for you. For it, but is it even easier? Because I know when I've done that to people in the past, it's not easy because when the message comes through, you get that. Have you ever not, done are you that? Just yeah. like, oh, why are you messaging? Yeah. Like, you're not getting the message. Like, but from, and, it's, and you feel like you're hurting somebody a bit. Yeah. It's not nice. I mean, li- life is hard. <laughs> That's wow. the Life is hard. Like, I'm, not, I'm not here to protect you. So no, but you're adding to the hardness. Yeah. No, no one told you to do that. No, you could we, just be honest and say, you know what? I'm just not feeling it. But you're actually adding exactly. to life's no, heart. It's know, already no, hard. No, no, no. You've just said that um, the person's not getting the message. So I've really yeah, but I've so said that. So give them the message. So, that, so for me, it's like ghosting is a really cruel thing to do. Like obviously life is hard and we can't get everybody who, who we want to. And we'll sometimes go out on dates with people and they don't like us and that feels shit. Mm. And when they say to you, look, I'm not interested in the second date, that fucks up your ego a little mm-hmm. bit. But you move on and whatever. But actually, it's 10 times harder if you've been thinking that everything's cool and then the person doesn't want to go on a second date or doesn't want to continue speaking to you. If they ghost and they give you no explanation and no communication for that, that leaves you with all these internal feelings of what did I say? What was that? Did I look funny? Let me me pull it back in then. Let's say you have told the person that you're not interested and they continue. Oh, then then that's that's not ghosting. No, no, no. no. What what if you ghost from then? That's what I mean. That's not ghosting. That's so what okay. You've told somebody you're not interested. If they're not taking that, more for them. They, what if the message yeah. is still coming in? Well, then, just, no, just, then that's their problem. You've told them that's not a fuckboy move, yeah? Because you've been honest with them. Mm. If they haven't taken that and they're still trying to persuade you and still trying to continue to have conversation with you, that's their problem. then you can block them, you can ghost them. You've done your bit. You've been polite. You've told them they're not interested. But that's still ghosting, right? No, it's no. not. It's oh, not okay. You've communicated. You've said, this is why I don't, like, I don't want to talk to you. If they yeah. continue, oh, okay, cool. that's their problem. That, yeah. You do. All right, I'm not, but I, it's I'm not. not ghosting then. Okay. I'm doing this, what I just explained Oh, you're now. telling them. So, yeah, I would always tell them, like, so listen, I'm not interested. So you never just let it fizzle no, out? No, 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 no. I would say, listen, okay. I'm not interested in another okay. day or listen, this isn't going where I want it to go. Mm. But then when the texts keep coming in, like they're trying to convince you mm. yeah. that I thought that was ghosting once you just, just don't no, reply. No, that's not ghosting. That's just them being a dickhead and not, and not <laughs> taking but you know that, denial. But, you, yeah. know, but yeah. you know you can't say that to them. No, well, I wouldn't say you're being a dickhead. No, I mean, as me. So for example, let's say I've told a girl, listen, I'm not interested anymore. Like, I mean, thanks for a great time, but. I'm not interested anymore. Can we just leave it as it is? Boom. Cool. Done. Mm. A week later, are you free on Saturday? Can you come over? I'm cooking. Mm. I don't reply to that message. Does that message. happen often? Where it's you... happened before. Yeah. I don't reply. Then the week after, uh, so you free this Saturday or? You just said I told you already. Yeah. No, I can't keep I telling you, know. you I told you. I can't keep you telling you I told them. you. Yeah. yeah. You but, block so that's not rude. No. It's no, because you let no. them know. If so, okay, I've done this to people before. I've had someone, I've got a couple, not, not a couple, but I've got a few men in my DMs. And I'll let them know I'm not interested in you like mm. that, but they do not stop. So I just have to ignore them. I don't feel rude because I let you know. Yeah. I said to you, I'm not interested, okay. but they want to keep on coming. That's your beef. It's not my beef. Can, yeah. I, can I flip it, please? Yeah. Go ahead. This said girl that I've said that, listen, I'm cool. Like, let's just mm-hmm. leave it. She continuously texts, yeah. Did you tell her in the right way? Did you oh, leave see, a now bit saying, of a now we're saying now we're living no, no, in the right like, way. This is very confusing. But like sometimes you tell people that and you kind of leave the door open a little bit. You don't completely shut it. So you might say, right, like I'm not interested at the moment or right now I'm just yes, really busy. Exactly. But if you was to like slam the door shut, do you know what I mean? If you were to say, I'm not, I'm just, I don't want it at all. Yeah. Then a lot of the time people would, do you know what I mean? I don't think a lot of people would know. I don't think that's I don't think that's how you go through. You never just shut the door anyway, because you never know. 
So, but right now, this moment in time, I'm not yes, interested. Yes, so that's the problem. If you're saying this moment in time, that then, doesn't mean then, in then a you're, week. No, but you're leading her to believe that there might be a <laughs> some possibility point in the future. at some point. Okay, so tell me how you ladies will tell a guy, I'm not interested, full stop, after you've gone on a date with him and he's paid. I don't think well, I, I had a really lovely time with you and it's been lovely talking to you but I don't think we're going to make a good match and um, bye that's it yeah seriously that, that's how you'd say it well I like mean, obviously I'd have a bit you'd more say, let's be I'd friends probably, or let's no, just no I don't want to be friends because then if you I tell know. them you want to be friends then they, they start fucking messaging you like <laughs> yeah then they try and like get back in let's friend zone friends. and try and okay. elevate from the friend zone okay, yeah. so literally you're saying listen just stop messaging done, stop done. Messaging. it's, it's f- more fair on everyone you don't then have to get stuck in this situation where you're managing this idiot who keeps texting you and, and, and you're giving them, it's like, you know, you're, you're giving them the opportunity to, to go and try to harass someone want, else. Unless you want them there. A little part of you might want them. Because I've done that before, mm. like a couple of years ago. I didn't like a guy, but I didn't know if I didn't like him. So I kind of said to him, you know, I'm not interested, but you're a nice guy. So we can be friends. You know what I mean? But mm. I didn't completely cut it off because I did. I kind of wanted him there. But I knew what I knew. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of just... Yeah, I wanted them there, but I didn't want them there. And it was yeah. like a, yeah, so you kind of just keep them there just for now. But yeah. you know, in your head, this ain't gonna, it's not no. gonna happen. But it's just, And yeah. I think we've all done that. And I, and I, you know, I think if we were being really humane and fair to everybody, then you wouldn't do that because that's not a really, nice, you know, yeah. you wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that. It's being, not a nice thing to do. Yeah, being held in a corner yeah. just in case. But, um, but I think, I think we all have done that. But yeah, I mean, I think that there is nothing wrong with saying to someone, I think this is what I was trying to tell people is that, that, Dating is hard. And mm. if you're going to go into dating and you've got to go in with a thick skin and you've got to realise that you're not going to be for everyone mm. and you're not supposed to be for everyone. You're not supposed to end up in a relationship with everybody that you go on a date with or everybody that you speak to. Yeah. It's just a process. It's like a job interview, you know? Um, so if you go out on a date with somebody and they're not interested, don't take it personally. So it's just you weren't for them. Yeah. Um, but it does make it so much easier if that person after that date says straight up, you know, not you're lovely, it. but we're not a match. I didn't feel the chemistry. That's the end of that one. I agree. Yeah. Mm. But that's not ghosting. That's that's the best way to do it. That's avoiding ghosting. Okay. All right. So <laughs> actually, this kind of leads in a little bit to what we've been just been talking about. So the next topic says, I've been seeing a guy for a few weeks now. He's really nice. And she put really in big capital letters. So I'm thinking this guy's like, really, really nice. Really nice. <laughs> Uh, And she said, he's literally everything I'm looking for in a man, the nicest guy I've ever met. He told me the other day that he's not ready for a relationship right now, but he wants to continue seeing me and getting to know me. And he hopes that it will blossom into a relationship in the future. I'm confused. Do you think I should keep seeing him? And I asked her, like, does he take you out? Is this just a sex thing? And she said, they go on dates often and he's in contact a lot, but he's got a lot going on at work and he's buying a house. Oh, he seems like he's fine. He's in a house. What's his name? No, I'm joking. <laughs> she can have him. Um, what do you, you're a man? What do you think? Um, We've I, got you here, like representing <laughs> the whole of <laughs> the whole of mankind. <laughs> yeah. um, can I just add a disclaimer? I'm only speaking for some guys. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't speak for all, but um, I feel like he sounds like a good guy. But what a complex guys have is they want to be able to take care of their counterpart and. Obviously, you have to work hard in order mm-hmm. to make money, in order to take care of whoever you're taking care of. So that does get in the way because it limits his time. So maybe he doesn't want to commit just yet because he doesn't know where his future is going. Mm. So I don't want to be 
in a situation where I'm not making as much money as I was when I was seeing you to now be in a relationship with you, but then things go wrong. So that's the fear that some guys have. We want to be able to take care of you. Mm. I wish I could look after you f- forever and blah, blah, but let's be real. This is life. So mm. it's going to take a bit more than five months for me to know that, listen, you're with me regardless of my situation. Or are you with me because everything's going well? Mm. So it's a bit of a scary one So that's why Sometimes it's like I want to be in a relationship with you But Are you here with me Because everything's going well mm. Or if things go wrong Are you still, are you going to stay Or are you going to leave So And sometimes time just Before you know it You've been seeing each other for two years And it's like I've been here for two years What are you telling me But then he can turn around And be like Yeah but I've been good for two years I still haven't been in a bad yeah. situation So I don't know So But what I don't understand Is why you would want to be Spending your time with somebody Getting in contact a lot Having dates Having sex Da 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 you're basically in a relationship. Why, why, what's the difference between him then putting on this framework, giving it a label? I, I don't understand. It doesn't seem like their dynamic would change much. Just, There's always that fear when you put the label on. So it's really interesting what you've just said because I, I, I'm not sure that women really even look at it like that, especially like now in this day and age. We're not out here looking for men to take care of us. We're, you know, we're independent. We've got our own shit going on. And... If I'm with a man, I'm I'm with him whether he's up or down. Like if I love him, I love him and we'll we'll go through it together. Obviously, when you first start dating, you want to be with somebody who's on the same wavelength financially and, and whatever, or going in the same direction as you. But um so so it's really interesting for me to hear that that men would actually sabotage a relationship because they're not sure that they're in the right financial position now, or or that they're not sure whether she's only liking him for that Like it's I've never thought of it like that I mean, before. I've, I've heard guys say For example Like There's a hot girl Everyone's talking about her And then you say to the guys Oh hey One of you moved to her Oh nah She looks like she likes um, Guys with money Just because of the way She's dressed Or the way yeah, she's presenting I've heard, herself I've heard that before. Yeah Like just because yeah. of the way She's presenting herself She might have just shopped Someone might have bought her Her Balenciagas Or mm. the dress that she's wearing From Vivian West or whatever But Me looking at her In the club or whatever I'm thinking Nah I can't afford her Why? Wow. Why? Mm. Let's have a conversation with her and figure it out. Yeah. She might work in Marks and Spencer. She just got on a nice dress and nice shoes. Mm, yeah. But some guys will look at it, nah. And then maybe look at a gram and be like, oh, sh- first picture, Dubai. Second picture, LA. Mm. Third picture, Thailand. But that could be a space of a year. Yeah. She's gone on free holidays. But for us, it's like, oh, she likes to travel a lot. Mm. Can't afford it. So it's, it's, it's just how you present yourself and whether you're willing to actually pull down what they've put on on the gram and actually get to know the person. Mm. And you realize... My mum paid for that holiday. I had to save six months to go on that holiday. Mm. Like you don't know, but it's just whether you're willing to dig deeper and figure out mm. whether you want to get to know that person. Yeah. See, because when I read this one, I'm thinking he's so I I I, ca- I define fuckboys in different categories. So the no labels fuckboy, spiritual fuckboy, roadman fuckboy, and I'm thinking that he is sounding like a no labels fuckboy because he's giving her what seems like a relationship but he's not giving her the title, which makes my first thought is, well, why is that? Does he want to be free to sleep with other people? Is it the exclusivity that he's running away from in terms of labeling it as a relationship? Yeah. I mean, I suppose if you label it as a relationship, you have all the problems of, um, right now she might not have the um, privilege of being able to ask, are you talking to other people Mm. or, do you know what I mean? When you have a relationship, you get all these other different problems like exes and, you know, why you're liking this girl's picture on Instagram and all of that. When mm. it's not a relationship, you don't really get all that problem or that drama because you ain't, I'm not your girl, you're not my mentor. Yeah, Maybe he doesn't want that, but he wants her company, but he don't want yeah. that. 
them issues if you know what I mean yeah and I hear that but then by default with, with him going oh I don't want the issues of relationship he's then putting her in a issue situation because she's sitting there thinking oh why doesn't he want a relationship well she probably don't feel like she can say that to him no she's not in a relationship yeah. so he's not dealing with any of that it's just he's just gonna enjoy her company kind of you know because he might like her he might mm. genuinely enjoy her company but he just doesn't want that stress yeah of all of that and it's interesting, isn't it? The men, I think, see relationships as a stress rather than something that's going to add positivity. Because obviously he's in this situation at the moment. He's got loads going on at work. He's in the middle of buying a house. And perhaps when he is more settled, they they can be more settled. But I don't know. I see getting a partner as someone who's going to be an extra mm. support, like a, an addition to making things easier rather than... It's funny how men interpret relationships as stress, I think. Um. Yeah, that is a funny one. But at the same time, Listening to the um, examples you're given, it could just be he wants to get his house first. Mm. Do you mm. know what I mean? It's not might not be that there's other women mm. or there's other distractions or he's scared of a label. It's just my main focus is getting this house first. Once I get this house, remember we see things as just literal. literal. I want to get my house, then get my mm. girlfriend. Mm. It's not it about could, yeah. It's not about oh, I could get my girlfriend in the process of getting my house. It's yeah. just I want to get my house first, then I'm gonna get my girlfriend. Mm. I've heard I've, I've even heard guys say something stupid like this. Yeah, I don't go down on girls. But if I had half a meal in the bank account, I would. What? It just, it, what so, someone, someone said it on free shots. Like, it's, they feel like they've got to be rich in order to do it. But Why? If, That's really weird. If you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. If you do want to do it, you do want to do it. Some guys, it's nah, I got to have money because it's like, I'm going to get judged by other dudes, but I've got money though. It kind of balances like, it. Yeah, yeah, it justifies why I'm doing it. Do, That's do, why some, some do, guys do think like that. Well, he's an idiot. Um, Apologies to whoever it was, but like that is one of the most stupid things I've ever but heard in my some, life. There's some guys who justify doing certain things based on how much money they have. Well, they That's need... just how some guys are. Yeah, it's just it is what it is. Like okay, um, I'm gonna take this girl on a date and I'm gonna spend two grand just because I can. So mm. you're not trying to get to know her. You don't care what she or her likes, dislikes, or nothing like that. You just want to take her out, spend two grand mm. to see if it's gonna get you what you want. Okay, yeah. but then me, I'll probably do the um, the latter. Way. I'll take you out where I want to go, or where I think you'd want to go, get yeah. to know you. But he'll feel he'll feel better than me mm. because he spent you. Mm. She might not feel it's got nothing to do with her now. Mm. It's now his ego yeah. versus my ego. It's got nothing to do with the girl we're actually taking yeah, out on a yeah, date. Yeah. That's just how some guys are. It's fucked up. Do yeah. guys actually judge people these in this day and age for going down on on girls? Some some guys do. Really? Mm. Some guys do because they don't do it. Like they 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 judge that. Are yeah. they like, are they over the age of twelve? <laughs> <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> yeah, some guys still judge. Yeah. Big thirty still judge. Mm. It's, it's because it was just in bed. Like for me, when I was uh, younger, when I was here, I remember a debate in college. We were seven, sixteen, seventeen, and my boyfriend at the time he was proper. Like, no, would never. And then there was another guy who was like, why not? Like, it's just normal. Mm. And all of the my boyfriend's friends and his friends were all like, nah, nah, nah. Then a couple of years later. Yeah, <laughs> he did it, and then he found out his friend already did it. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like everyone was like, "Oh, we're already doing it," but we had to keep up the front of no, we don't like it, just because That's of ridiculous. Of, yeah. I feel like what some women need to do um, is have a very honest conversation with the guys that they're seeing, yeah, and figure out what sex means to them. Mm. What is sex to you? Are you having sex with me because you are trying to release your stress? Are you having sex with me because you want to please me? Mm. Like who's being for? Like what is it doing for you right now? And you find out that a lot of guys are having sex for them. They don't care mm. about the girl. 
That's why they can go from Charlene to Cassandra to <laughs> Michelle. No, no, I'm just, I don't know why hey, they, they just came in. Do you know what I mean? Because for them, it's just, I'm just getting a nut and that's it. It's not about mm. pleasing the girl. Well, we know that. We know that because of the, you know, I, I've said this in every single fucking podcast. I'm going to keep on saying it. The fact of the matter is that 80% of women cannot come through just penis and vagina sex. And that is the that majority of women are just getting that kind of sex because a lot of men don't go down. Don't well, not just because they don't. Well, yeah, because they don't go down because there's not enough foreplay, but because they're very uneducated about sex and mm-hmm. because it's just about them. They're not caring about the woman's pleasure. They think, oh, female orgasm is really hard to achieve, so I'm not even. You know, as long as I've got my dick wet and I've come, then that's cool. Yeah we should not be sleeping with those men mm. and we should not be sleeping with men who are so worried about what other men think of them that they won't lick a vagina. Like why, what, what that tells me about your strength of character and who you are, that you are so worried about other men who aren't in the bedroom with you. I'm, I'm worried about, about, but this, about you. But this, is, but this is my point. So if you have that conversation with a guy that you're seeing and mm. you figure out this, that's the kind of guy he is, yeah. even though he's got the money and mm. the status around his boys, you now know behind closed doors, I don't want this kind of guy. Yeah. So you can just let him go. Yeah. Whereas he might look like he's the man in public, but mm. behind closed doors, you're a little boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So th- that kind of conversation is what you kind of need to have. Or mm. if it's the type of conversation where you do bring it up and he's dismissive. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Like, why don't you want to talk about it? I just want to know why you don't do this. Mm. I'm very open. If I don't want to do something, I would say why and there's a reason why. Yeah. But it's never going to be, oh, because my boys would look at yeah, me funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just don't want to do it because I don't want to do it. Yeah. Sometimes I'm open to doing it. For, and if I don't like doing it whilst I'm doing it, yeah. then I'm not going to do it again. You know what? This is a disgusting story, but um, I had an ex who didn't do it. And his justification was actually perfectly reasonable to me. I could fully understand. Like he said to me that, He'd only ever done it once and he did it with a girl and I think she might have had thrush and there was quite a lot of stuff going on down there. Oh. Uh, yeah. And he, I understand. I, yeah, it. And I, don't, I don't judge you. And he, okay. he said it was like a really fucking disgusting experience. And, and I get that. Like, I, I'm not then going to sit, you know, I did try to convince him actually and it worked and it was all fine after that. But at that moment, if that's your justification for not going down, mm. I get you. Mm. A traumatic experience like that, that that's that's okay. But for it to just be something that you're not even open to, mm. you don't give a shit about a woman's pleasure, then then yeah, I think there's a, that's it's a very bad sign. It's like it's like anal. Like my mm. idea of anal is that okay, cool, you're pushing it up the backside. Mm. Eventually, shit's gonna come out. Mm. That's just my yeah. take on anal. But I, I've tried it, and that never happened. I, but yeah. I can imagine someone trying it and thinking, oh, you're just shitting all over the, oh, do I mean the, the smell and it's yeah, just a horrible that's experience. That's kind of my view. I'm, I'm a bit terrified of anal. Yeah, yeah. but I've done it before and it's, that wasn't the case. I just you, feel like that would happen. I, yeah. I know you're saying do that I mean, it wouldn't, but I, feel like I genuinely not, feel like that would happen. I'm not and I'm going to be so embarrassed. I'm yeah, not exactly. Yeah, yeah. What then? We, we, we had the discussion about this on the Insta Live. Someone sent in a question about uh, about anal sex and she, she said that when the man pulled his willy out, there was sweet corn on his dick. Corn on the knob. Oh. <laughs> oh, do, you, do you know how comfortable you have to be with someone to, to actually go through that, that yeah. oh you know what it happens yeah like, yeah that's not something you just do on the first date no no, no exactly exactly no. I mean that's something you have to get to but also definitely something that if you're I think we kind of normalize things like that too much and you know it is normal if you both enjoy having anal sex and you're both gentle and comfortable with mm. it and using lots of lube and all that kind of stuff and you're safe with each other and you both want it then it is normal yeah but 
anal sex should not be considered the norm in the same way that just choking during sex should not be considered the norm. These things should be additions. You shouldn't be a a 16 year old going into your first sexual experience thinking, oh, well, everybody does anal, Mm. everybody does choking. This is how it is. Mm. It's not. Um, and, And I think that, yeah, definitely open discussions with partners need to be had before you sleep with each other if you're going to increase into those kind yeah. of arenas. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Those> arenas. <laughs> but I think just to finish off this 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 question, uh, what I would say to this woman is that um, it sounds like what they've got is really nice at the moment and actually doesn't even need the pressure of a relationship on it necessarily. If you're seeing each other and you're having a good time and you're cool with that, then you don't need to change it. Mm. Carry on with how it is. In, while you're enjoying it, enjoy it. But I would just be very careful not to get into a situation where two years down the line, you, you're you still not in a relationship. He's using the opportunity to go and sleep with loads of other people. You know, there has to come a point where if you want a relationship with that this man, it's not just the ball in his court. He's not in complete control of that. You know, mm. uh, if I was her, I'd give it a time limit. Maybe after he buys his house, yeah, are yeah. things going to yeah. change? Literally, that's how I was going to say. As soon as he gets his house, then come back to that conversation. Like, okay, so... Uh, Give it like yeah. a month or so. Yeah. Like, the day after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then if you he gives you, can have a key card as well. So <laughs> if he starts now saying... Because, for example, if he gets his house, what I would, um, if I was his boy and I knew that he was on the, um, the right path as in he wanted to get his house and then sort out situation with his girlfriend, as he got the house, I would see changes in his behaviour. Mm. Like his girl would technically move in mm. that could be the next conversation all right you want to move in now and she could say i'm not moving in until like there's no there's no time i'm just going to move into your house yeah well I'm someone i'm seeing not, yeah. Do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. am, am i your girlfriend and it might be like oh yeah and then mm. that's yeah, what yeah. you know but if he turns on and be like no and it's, then that's like obviously time's been wasted but then at least you know where you stand now so mm. that's mm. what i'd look at well i hope good luck to her i hope they uh hope it all gets dealt with quickly all right next question says how can you tell a man that he doesn't make you come without hurting his feelings. It's hard, isn't it? I've never, I've, I've never known how to do that, so I've just never said it. It's, mm. it's, I don't know how to do it. It's not hard. Oh. I had a conversation with my mum about. Oh, where's this um, guy? No, <laughs> just that I wanted to get something off my chest, and I asked my mum for advice of how mm. to tell this person, and she said to me, "There's no way of you delivering this message without hurting this person's feelings." Mm. There's no way You just have to deliver the message And however they deal with it They deal with it mm. So all she needs to do Is just tell him Don't worry about how he's going to feel Just tell him Alright so me and you fuck him Been mm-hmm. fucking for a little while mm-hmm. And one day we're laying in bed And I say You've never made me come Doesn't have to be us laying in bed There's a, You could be doing it while you're making right, we're eggs we're over dinner Yeah You've never made me come babe Okay That's going to hit me Because I'm going to think I thought I was rocking your world mm. Then if I'm If I'm mature enough I'd be like, okay, how come? Why? What can I do to mm. make it better? What is it that I'm doing that you don't like? What is it that I'm not doing? Let's figure it out. And then we can even try it in the... I'm going to take on your advice and then I'll try it in the bedroom. You'd mm. be laying there thinking, oh, he hasn't done that before. I've taken on your advice and now I'm applying it in the bedroom. Mm. I didn't know. My previous girl liked it this way. Mm. That's all I know. That used to make her come. It doesn't make you come. So now for me to... F- but I'm doing the same old moves. But if you don't tell me, like, listen, this move doesn't work with me. I need it this way. Mm. I like it slower. I don't like it fast. How am I going to know? Yeah. I'm not just going to just, do you know what I mean? So mm. I feel like people just need to sit down and just deliver the message. Whether it hurts or not, it is what it is. Mm. And then just take it from there. Mm. I agree with that. I was going to say as well, obviously when you're doing what you're doing, 
you can just say, like you said, communicate and say what you want. Mm-hmm. But also, I think there's a lot of pressure on the other person to make the other person orgasm. Mm. Because sometimes if I don't, it's nothing to do with what he's doing. It's me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I might feel down and I just can't. Do you know what I mean? Can't get into the headspace. I can't get into yeah. the headspace. And I, it's not him. He ain't doing nothing wrong. It's me. Mm. So I feel like maybe take pressure off of the other person to kind of make you calm because it's, it's, for me, it's like both of us. If I'm mm-hmm. not in the headspace, there's nothing you can do that's gonna. No, and it. I and I, th- I think that I guess that's different to. I mean, first of all, which is what I'm trying to teach women from the get go is don't fake orgasms. Don't mm. do it because you're doing yourself a disservice. It's yeah. really difficult when you're having sex with somebody and you can tell that they're they're not making themselves come. They're waiting for you to come, mm. and you just know that with these like pumps that they're doing, you it's not going to happen. Um, so you have to. You don't have to, but generally a lot of times what happens is women will fake it so that he's satisfied and, mm. and you can all stop. Um, and then what that tells that man is, oh, she likes it when I was just doing that. That's what mm. I'm going to do next time. That's what made her come. So we do ourselves a disservice if we fake our orgasms. They don't learn anything from it. So the fact that she's got to the stage where she has to tell a man that he doesn't make her come. Actually, if you use that principle of never faking an orgasm, You'd never have to tell him that because yeah, he would know. He's going to probably think, "What about all the times yeah. that I did?" He, he would then... know, and and yeah, and but, so. <clears throat> but sometimes guys know that the girl hasn't come. Not every single time you have a guy has sex, he's made the girl come. Mm. But he should be. I get that, but it's not every single time. No, but it's like with the rate. Every time you have sex, pretty much, let's say ninety nine point nine percent, that it's going to end with you having an orgasm, mm-hmm. and that should be exactly the same for us should be the same for us. Female orgasm is no harder to achieve than a male orgasm. And, and they know that because they've done studies. So if 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 we're masturbating, we can. Well, there's no problem with us coming. We come at the same rates as men. Women who have sex with women are coming at the same rates as, uh, as men. It's only women who have sex with men that are having difficulty achieving orgasm. Because it does take two. Uh, well, it doesn't take two, as we know you can do it on your own. But th- that's where the orgasm gap lies. But... Um, the women that are making themselves come is not through penetration. No, it's for, from clitoral stimulation. Also, oh, would are women would women be happy if the foreplay lasted long enough for them to? So again, I discussed this on my podcast with the sex doctor. Foreplay should not even be called foreplay. It shouldn't because then that suggests that it's this thing that happens before mm. sex, and that sex is willy, fanny, boom, boom, boom. Mm. And actually, for for women. Our physiology, if you've got the clit at the top and the penis is going in there, the clit's not seeing any action unless we're touching it ourselves Mm. or unless you're in a certain position where it gets stimulated. So for us having sex without our clitorises being touched is like a man having sex without his penis being involved at all. That's, um, I don't know how that's happening. That's, and this is a reality. Okay. So, you know, um, and I mean, it's very common, but but like I say, we, we do ourselves a disservice by faking orgasms because then men men don't know that that's happening. But oftentimes we fake it because we're having this penis vagina sex and really that's just for him. Um, so, so yeah, foreplay should not be called foreplay. It should just be called sex. All mm-hmm. sex is sex. Wanking is sex. I never actually looked at you like that, you know? Yeah. This is why I keep sense. banging on. I've discussed this in every fucking podcast I've done because it's like I'm trying to enlighten the male species they don't, they don't realise because also it, I could, we, we could be having sex and after I, I have had no sexual pleasure whatsoever but still had a leg shake and been like, uh, you well, know. you faked it all. Mm, oh. uh, so convincingly that they think they're like, you know, the fucking 
man of vaginas. Oh, that makes sense now. Okay. Yeah. When you put it like that, it makes sense. Yeah. The whole um, having sex without stimulating the clitoris is just, it's just nothing really. And yeah. It's true. Oh, okay, cool. I hope I've changed the lives for Sarah and Keisha and all those women. <laughs> no, my my typical my typical um sex session would be um make her come mm. first, then she makes me come via head. All right. And then we have sex. Okay. Because the first night I don't know when it's coming. I couldn't give you a time. It could be ten minutes. Yeah, but that's two okay. minutes. Yeah, but that's okay. I know, but I'm honest about it. So I, I don't want that to be us. Having sex, I wonder. But if you, get if, you, if, if you think about the fact that actually you're for twenty percent of women who come very easily through um, G spot uh, p- uh, stimulation, squirters and and whatnot, that's that's quite different. Um, they can they're, they're going to want penis and vagina sex as well as clitoral stimulation. But eighty percent of women require clitoral stimulation, um, and so if you're making them come prior to penis and vagina, I'm cool with you coming in a minute in, in, in two minutes I'm okay with that I don't, I don't want to come in two minutes that's my point yeah. <laughs> it's for my ego yeah. but I like to get it out of the way and then I, but it's, it, you're, what you're saying is right like I have spoken to a lot of my female friends and they're not interested in having sex for 45 an hour no. yeah it's long quick 10-15 minutes as long as you get the job done mm. we're good but guys don't see it as that guys see it as oh, obviously I'm talking about guys group chat mm. yeah I was fucking there for two hours yeah, and, and that must have been a horrific tiring. experience for her. Yeah. Imagine how dry your vagina gets <laughs> by that point, and friction. Yeah. But, to, but to guys, That's but this is yeah. why this is why I say this. This conversations like this makes sense because if you turned around to the guy you're seeing and said, "Listen." The 10 minutes you gave me last night was amazing. Yeah. It might put him back. Think, Hold on. So why am I doing this 45? Yeah. Like, why am I trying to last long yeah. if you're actually okay with 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a conversation that people need to have and just to understand each other a bit more. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Communication is the key. On, on it's, it's the answer to every question, really. All right. Next one says, where are all the men? Where is a good place to meet single men outside of dating apps? You're from Birmingham, aren't mm-hmm. you? Is it the same as London? Because it's yeah. fucking dire out here. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know where they are. Well, uh, yeah, me and my friends have this conversation all the time. We're like, where do you go to meet? Not that we're trying to meet men, but where do you go to meet men? Where, like, mm. what? Did, where are they? I don't know where. No, I don't know where they, they are. are. No, where are where, you? Yeah, where are they? Where are I, you? I don't understand. Like, do you not go out on weekends we, and see nah, guys? Nah, but the men in the club. Nah, like me and my friends don't really go out that much because yeah. we're getting older and it just, I can't deal with, I don't drink, so that's that. But like, aside from the club, where do you go? Mm. Yeah, I need to know that too because I don't think, I mean, I'm I'm 37. I'm, I'm not really out in raves and stuff anymore. I'll go to a few festivals and that in the summer. Generally, I, I do quite well at festivals. 51st date, I got about eight, nine numbers. They all fizzled out within like two days. I realised that they all had like some mad shit going on like, so, they, so it didn't go anywhere, like none of these situations. Oh, so you're not saying where are the guys? You're saying where are the guys who where are the saying decent, decent. normal. Where are the good guys? Okay, yeah. then that's where you kind of just, you got to whittle it down and there's, there's, far, there's not that many. No, that's Wait, hold on. After 30, do you think there's a lot of guys who are just no baggage? No, no it's baggage. Nobody's baggage is okay. Oh, my child is not baggage. No, no, I don't mean baggage in kids. I'm talking about like a crazy ex. Everyone has one of them. It's just life, <laughs> I don't. Don't get But it's like a lot of people, I wouldn't even consider that as baggage. It's just, there are obviously good men on the planet. Yeah. But where do they yeah. reside? Like, like, <laughs> I mean, What's they, their go, they go out as well. I, I don't really go out um, 
outside of my events, unless mm. I'm going to someone's birthday party or a private event mm. that I've been invited to. I mainly go to my events. And there's plenty of guys there. Plenty I suppose guys. you do just have to, because I think when you meet a man in the club or same with men, when they meet girls in the club, you do have to just get over the fact that you met them in the club. Because you just assume things when you meet someone in the club, like, oh, they're just going to be like this. They're just going to be like that. But when you actually kind of maybe get to know the men in the club. Well, I think men wherever. seem to go, you know, when I've spoken to my male friends before and I'm like, oh, you know, I ask them this same question. Um, they're like, we're well, not going to meet a man in a rave or a festival or a bar. That's not like a guy who you're going to meet in them in them places is not going to be serious. He's going to be out very, looking for a bang after the rave. That is very, very immature because mm-hmm. you are in the club. Yeah. Mm. I can't say that and I'm in the club. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't make any sense. That night, yes, my intentions might be to pull get you home. But if I can't get you home, that doesn't mean I don't want to get to know you. Yeah, you just have girl. to get to know them and get over the fact that you met them yeah. in the club. That's because you got Because like... the problem is now, you now got to be honest that the reason I moved to you is because I thought I was going to try to get my leg over that night. Mm-hmm. You got to be honest and say that, but I realised that you're not. But then you can't say that because then it, and so you can't, your friend saying that, he's kind of shooting himself in the foot because mm-hmm. then he's like, he has to admit that that's the reason why he's pulling girls in the club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like a catch-22. Yeah. So I, I don't know if things have changed. Like when I was younger, I used to walk down the street, I'd go in Tesco's, I'd go wherever and people would just be, people would just like I was some kind of fucking prostitute, like roll their cars up next to me and I oh, wash your number, yeah. miss. Like I, it was, they were everywhere. But this was obviously before the days of even like mobile phone. Well, we have phones, but like Nokia, so you could only play snakes on them. There was no apps or anything like that. So, um, but now... I don't know if that's changed because I'm older and so people aren't going to approach me like that or mm. whether people just don't do that anymore. That like hollering I at think people in the a, street. Um, I do think it's a majority thing. I think when I was like 15, 16, like you said, when I, if I walk through town, there'll be people hollering me. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I've realised older men don't really do that. No. They don't just approach you in the street and you know what I mean? They yeah. don't really, they don't do that. So it's like, yeah, I think it is an age thing because mm. when you're young as a boy, I'm guessing, you know, you just run around and yeah. get this girl's number. Hey, girl, miss. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Lighty, that's why. Yeah. But when you get older, people just don't, we don't, yeah. you know what I mean? And people might see you as an older woman or me as an older woman and think that ah, she's too grown. I can't just run up to her in the street. I just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, they're just okay, forget it. I just want to respect your space. Like, I don't move to girls on, on road anymore because I don't know what you're doing. But if they're giving you signals, like, like if I'm road. looking at a guy, in Tesco's, stroking the pineapples as here. You know what I mean? <laughs> the what? cucumber. Yeah. yeah. You know what? We're, we're at the stage where you should just come up and just spark no, a conversation. It's never going to happen. No, not when I say spark a conversation, I don't mean like um, move to me, mm. but uh, excuse me, do you know? Do you know how I'm much this here? pineapple is? You, yeah, something. Yeah. Just, just a comment. Just a, something. Make sure the price is not right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might be corny, but just spark a conversation. Yeah. Uh, do you know where the beans are? Whatever. Yeah. Then the guy can take lead. Yeah. But. If you're just looking at a guy and I'm looking at you and it's, it's a bit of an awkward one. Yeah, I feel that. I, I get that as a man. It might be a bit like, oh. Plus, I don't know why you're looking at me. Like now, um, some people have come up to me and it's because um, they recognise me from the podcast. Not right. because they're interested in me. Right. So I'm giving them a signal. They're giving me signals. And it's like, I recognise you from somewhere. I'm like, oh, okay. Where? where? <laughs> like, oh, do you do a podcast? Oh, yeah, free shows. Oh, nice podcast. And then they walk off. And I'm yeah. like, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, me personally, I keep myself to myself. Yeah. You have to make it so obvious that mm. you want me to move to you before I actually now go and move to you because I don't want a situation where it's like, ah, fuck boy, trying to think for mm. I was on him. These time, I keep myself to myself. And if I'm, in, if I'm interested, I'll make the move. But if mm. I feel like you're giving me a signal, yeah, you've got to be giving me a very strong signal. It's going to be four what bars. What would that look like? Like, honestly, I think 
the way girls have kind of done it is, um, would you like a drink? Mm. What, in Tesco? It's like, Oh no, it's not in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> when, when I'm in Westfields or Tesco's, I mind my business. I don't mm. even look. I might not even be looking at you. I literally just, I'm just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. I don't want to be that. Think about it. Imagine I'm in Westfields now, walking around, just talking to people. Mm. I'm not asking, I'm doing an R. Kelly. No, I'm not doing that. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how old, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. how old you are. All yeah. of a sudden you walk past me. Yeah. Why is Taser talking to that 17? Yeah, I don't know, yeah. she's 17. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've just seen a girl just dressed up yeah. talking to me. People have looked over. What's he doing? Yeah. I'm not interested. That's what I mean. It's as you get older. Because yeah, when you're 17, you ain't worrying. When you're 16, you yeah. ain't worrying. But yeah. when you get to 30, you're worrying. Yeah, like, it's true. I'm not. I, the, I, I think the best place to meet people is um, is Insta, personally. Yeah. I'm not on any dating apps or anything like that. I find them a bit stressful and a bit, uh, a bit sleazy. I think a lot of people are there for sex. There's a lot of men on there with girlfriends. and So I'm not down with that. But I've had my most successful link-ups just through Insta, mm. following certain people from whatever way. Because I think you get a really good picture of their lives mm. for um, what they're like and what their personality is like. And okay, so. so how would you do it then? You've, you've landed on a profile. Yeah, I've so done it recently. Yeah, so you've landed on a profile, you've yeah. clicked follow. What is it, a liking game first? So, yeah, you play the little liking game, you like a couple of theirs. Ten likes in a row. Three likes, no, three. Oh. Three, don't go any more than that. Or maybe, say, maybe two to start like, with. <laughs> Or maybe even one. And then if they come back with one, then you can come back with one and then maybe another one. But I think the best way to do it on Insta is uh, to wait until they post a story that you can reply to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. That's the best way. Yeah. Yeah, because you're, you're in the DMs without being in the DMs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, you're in there now, innit? Yeah, yeah. So, so then the conversation just kind of flows. But sometimes I find myself, I'm in there, but then it's hard to kind of switch the convo. yeah. Because sometimes you might switch convo too soon and it's just conversation mm. stopped and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I did this recently and I don't know why I was like so forceful in pursuing it. So I'm speaking to this guy at the moment. We haven't met yet. We've got our first date tomorrow. So I'm a bit like, ah. we're in that talking stage and it's all really nice. So basically started messaging this guy. I started following this guy. did the little likes thing, responded to one of his Insta stories. He totally blanked me. And I should have taken that as a sign, but I didn't. I thought, fuck you, don't blank me. I'm really great. Like you, you will one day see my value. So then I responded to another Insta story and then, and then the conversation started. So guess what my message is with that is like, don't give up. Yeah. But also don't become a weirdo stalker. Like mm. or if he doesn't respond to the second Insta story reply, just leave it at that. Yeah. Don't to, give up. I had to block someone the other day. Why oh. did you? They wow. respond to every single story. Like oh. every single story. And you know they got Instagram's got this new reaction thing. Oh, yeah. it's so annoying. So every single story is a reaction. Yeah. Every I could post 20 stories, every single one. Oh. She, has, she has something to say. And I'm like, like just wants your attention. Like, I know, but I don't want to talk to you. Oh. So I literally hid her from seeing my story. She can't oh. see my story. She's still following me, but you can't yeah. see my stories. So, and she realized, and she DM'd me, oh, so I can't see your stories no more. That's a bit weird. <laughs> I said, no, nah, no, nah. because you've said this, blocked. So I blocked Whoa. her now. She sent me a snap, a video. Wow. <laughs> but I, I watched the video on mute. So I didn't watch the video. I, no, I watched the video. She didn't even know what she had to say. I didn't know what she had to say, but she probably said something along the lines of, oh, you've blocked me. I said, yep, deleted on snap as well. Wow. Yeah, listen, that, She's probably uh, sitting there like, what did you know, I do? Exactly. <laughs> like, no, I know. I get it. I get it. You're sitting there thinking, what did you do? But come on, not every nah, single not everyone. story. Someone does no, that to me, no, but I haven't much. blocked him. He literally, I don't know who he is. He does have a picture, but every single story, he would just put like a smiley face, laughing mm. face, crying face. Yeah, uh-huh. like, and I'm just like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah. You get you get, notifications. You go to DMs and it's like, is you, oh, no, 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 no. It is annoying. It is annoying. I've got people like that as well. Like I'll do polls and my polls will be, I'll have like, 
40 questions or something mm. in there and I'll have people literally giving me their whole opinion on every <laughs> single poll answer and I'm just like safe I really appreciate it but like not that much, I don't like, like I can't handle it like no, I've got 200 unread DMs it's a lot alright so we don't know where the men are I was gonna say church just to end that off as well I've met some nice guys in church it's not I actually haven't it was okay at first but yeah, if you are the lady, man, lady, lady, mm. listening, lady with the question, yeah, man, church, don't just go there to meet again. Yeah, well, don't like, if you're not religious, but, don't go there because yeah. you might meet but someone. If you are who's... slightly, you can meet nice people in church that have um, similar mindsets. Yeah. 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 It's a good place or library. Library. Or... I don't know if you can, I was going to say, can you really talk to people and people are just in their you books. Can like, you can say hello. I'm quite irritated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or gym, I suppose. But gym. gym's a bit, I don't really like gym because I like to go there a lot and I don't want to shit on my own doorstep, really. I yeah. don't want it to be awkward when I go back. Gym's and... awkward because it's like, yeah, you might find someone attractive because they're working out mm. buff and all that. But it's like, do you really want someone to move to you while you're sweaty? Yeah, and... exactly. So That's quite but if they've seen me like yeah. that, they've seen me at my absolute worst. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, I guess. Okay. But yeah. still, I don't want it to go wrong and then have to move gyms yeah. and oh, yeah, all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? All right, next question says, my boyfriend wanks every morning while I'm in bed, even after sex the night before. Is this normal? <laughs> it's I not, don't. I wouldn't say it's normal, especially if she's uncomfortable with it. And I am like, you know, when someone's wanking next to you in bed, I've had this situation before where I've like gone to bed with a male friend and uh, there's not, you know, like when we were much younger, nothing's happened between us. And I've woken up and felt like shaking bed and everything and like, not wanting to say anything because you kind of, I think a lot of women have been in this situation. Wait, male friend, as in something mm. you've seen or just a friend? No, a friend. This happens, this happens to me on two different occasions. What? You know when you're in your like, you're 21 or whatever and people just end up, you end up sleeping at your friend's house, you smoke a spliff or whatever and watch the film mm. and you fall asleep or whatever. It's happened to me on two different occasions where I've woken up to next to male friends wanking next to me. And, uh, and on both times I didn't say anything because I was really like, shocked actually by the whole mm. situation and, and it's quite a disgusting movement and feeling if you're not complicit with it if you're not into <laughs> it and you're not like it's quite uh, like frantic um, yeah and I, I felt too embarrassed actually to say anything about it at the time now I'd be like mm. stop that I'll call the fucking police but um, but then I was like Ooh. Um, so yeah so I mean this is a different situation because this is her boyfriend mm. but you know what I don't I want to know the context is she laying there sleeping and she could just feel this frantic wanking next to her or, or, or does she feel like she's not satisfying him I think that's what her question is because mm. she's saying even after sex the night before so because she's put that context in it I think that's what she's saying she's worried that she's not satisfied yeah he might just have a really overactive sex drive mm. and if she's lying there asleep he might not want to wake her up then again, doing that will probably wake her up. Yeah. You might not want to wake her up for that specifically. Mm. And you might just need to do it. And do you know what I mean? Because mm. some people, it's just not enough. They do have a very, 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 very overactive sex drive where yeah. they just want to do it every single day. And yeah. Maybe he needs to come before work to feel like relaxed. Or, yeah. Um, or I mean, that, she's, yeah. Just, she's just asking, listen, what's this wanking in the morning business? Yeah. Like, I, I need to understand and let, let him explain. Yeah, I think so. Again, it's that you're absolutely That's, right. Mm. Communication in a relationship is really important. If she's feeling uncomfortable with it, she needs to say, yeah. I'm not comfortable with this wanking in the morning, what's going on with it? And if she is comfortable with it, maybe she can become an active part of the um, process. Yeah, uh, yeah. wake up early just to make yeah. you come and go to work. All right. yeah. yeah, but maybe he wants it to be a wank and she shouldn't feel, she shouldn't feel 
upset by that if yeah. he's like actually I want to I don't want to have sex with you in the morning I want to have a wank maybe that's just part of his like routine yeah wake up brush your teeth yeah and she should feel <laughs> a man wanking or looking at porn when he's in a relationship does not mean that he's not yeah it's, it's not cheating it's mm. not compromising how he feels about his partner in any way all right actually you know what the next question we should have probably added it to what we were speaking about at the beginning. Uh, it says, I went on a date with a guy. It went well. We spoke again after the date about meeting up and he said, it's my turn to buy the round next time. And since then, he just won't reply. Why is he doing this? He won't reply. Mm, that's it now. He says, it's my turn. So they've gone on a date. The last message he sent her after the date, so they've communicated after the date and the last message he sent is, it's my turn to buy the round next time. So she's thinking, obviously, well, there's going to be a second date. Yeah. So she's like responded to that and that's it. He's just blanked her. He's left her on blue ticks, grey ticks, whatever. When he says my turn, as in it's the guy's turn or it's the girl's turn. So, so yeah, it's him. So he's, oh, so so she's he's paid gone for on the a first date. date then. Well, that's what I was thinking. I wanted to ask her yeah. that because I'm thinking, what what's the dynamic here? Because it sounds like, yeah, yeah you've taken like him paid, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes back to what I said in the beginning. He probably just went out because it was a free date. Mm. And he's just leading her on to let her think there might be another day and he's not interested. But why lead her on? That's the annoying thing about this. Like, why we don't, he didn't need to say it's my turn to buy the round next time. Didn't need to say that. He probably just didn't know how to um, say, I'm not interested. Say, yeah. And just kind Especially of. Especially knowing that she's paid. Yeah. Or he's leaving the door ajar just in case. Yeah. He's bored one day and he decides, yeah, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm ready to take, take you out now. Yeah. Everyone needs to listen to your mum and, and get that <laughs> message in their heads about the fact that. Actually, sometimes we're going to hurt people. Yeah. The message we give people is going to hurt them, and we're not responsible it. for that. And you know, we we just have to. It's kind, much kinder to people to deliver the mm. message rather than. Even um, I was listening to Half Cast once, and poet said something, and um, it sound it sounded like the way he said it was very sick. It's like sometimes you get information, like how I feel about you. It's information that I've gathered based on sitting here with you. Yeah. But is it my information to hold or is it my mm. information to give to you? Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So sometimes people have opinions about you and you kind of got to think, is it worth me knowing? Yeah. Like, what do I care that you've given me this information? Mm. Or should I see it in a, as a point of, it's not their information to hold, they've given it to me, but whether I care or not, they have to mm -hmm. give it to me. I don't need to, it doesn't, shouldn't change how I continue my day. But a lot of people like, to, it does because people don't like negative stuff said about them. Mm. But at the same time, it's not your information to hold. Give it to me. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's not my information to hold as well. I should just get rid of it. Yeah. But we still have to deliver the information because you're mm -hmm. going to hold it on. It's like, oh, but I don't really like Taze. Do I put out the podcast with him? I mean, I, I know I, I invited him in, but I didn't really mm -hmm. like when I met him. I didn't like, but you could just tell me that. I've got him with Taze. I didn't really like your energy, mm -hmm. but I'm still going to put out the podcast. Just to let you know. Thanks yeah. for coming in. Well, no, I, I don't need moving. to tell you that in this situation. No, I'm, I'm saying in general. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying in general, yeah. like, You've invited me in, so maybe I've rubbed you up the wrong way or something. You don't I like do it. I do like your energy, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you. But I'm just, do, you, but do, you <laughs> yeah. get, do you get what I'm trying to say? So sometimes I feel like a lot of people dwell on the fact that I don't want to hurt you or this isn't for me to say. Mm. But sometimes, yeah, just say it. Like if yeah. you want to pull someone up on something, just pull them up on it. And yeah. It I mean, it this is. guy's just being a prick. She's saying, mm. why is he doing this? He's doing this because he's not interested in you and he doesn't know how to say it and he hasn't owned his, his shit yet. And mm. he shouldn't have led you on, but you know what? It's one day. And she probably offered to take him up. Yeah, exactly. And I think this is so, so I think we have learned a lot from you today because I think that's one of the things is that actually perhaps we shouldn't necessarily... Mm lead those things because then perhaps men think they're just some passive person who's going out for a night out rather than actually, actually wanting to be on a yeah. date with us 
So, um, all right. So I'm just going to ask this one last question because I think it's an important one to get at. So she said, are there any men out there who don't get violent when they are stressed? And this question worried me a little bit because it obviously makes me think that she's experienced lots of men who deal with stress by getting violent. Um, uh, and I'm, I, I think she needs to know that there are men out there. Yeah, definitely, 100%. There's, that, there's loads of men that do not get violent full stop yeah. at all, ever. Yeah. And they will never raise a hand to a woman. They won't. They just won't do that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of men, a lot of men. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's normal. Normal men don't get violent when they're stressed. Nobody's supposed to get violent mm-hmm. when they're stressed. And, you know, it doesn't even necessarily mean violent towards her. Some guys get angry, start punching walls yeah. and, and all of that kind of stuff. And... I mean, do you, do you, as a man, like when, when you feel stress or anger or whatever, do, do you have to hold back vi- violent I'm not feelings? The, or? I'm, not the, I'm not the violent type. I'm more of just, just leave me alone. Let me go for a walk or leave wherever I am mm. and just sit by myself or be around my people that I like. like just, sometimes I just phone my friends and I just vent. I don't want you to give me advice. I don't want you to help my situation. I just want you to listen. And I lock off the phone. Oh, every good year. Cool. Boom. Mm. I'm done. I've got it out that way. Um, but some people, their venting might be going to the gym, punching the boxing bag, mm. or going for a long drive. Every, everyone did. Everyone has different outlets to how yeah. they deal with stress. But if you're dealing with someone, and it sounds like she's consistently dealing with someone whose outlet is mm. violence. Yeah. So maybe, uh, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's very, it's, it's very interesting because a lot of the work that I've done previously, I've done... Lots of work, but anyway, so working with abuse victims, the difference between male and abuse, uh, male and female abuse victims, is that the trauma that they go through in childhood, which then results in, in you know damage as an adult, when it comes to violence, very often, but obviously not in all cases, um, trauma comes out in, in and anger and issues and stuff come out in men in that they want to be violent to other people or other things. They can't control their anger or their violence, whereas trauma and abuse affects women in a different way they internalize it and they become they, they become violent to themselves so you'll get a lot of women self-harming and things like mm-hmm. that but less likely to I mean it's obviously this is not cover you know there are violent women and there are non-violent men but but men t- tend to hurt others and women tend to hurt themselves as as a result of, of trauma and abuse and I think Taser you're in a really privileged position as a man because I mean, even with what you do with the podcast, you've got really close friends and you're incredibly open with them. You speak on lots of different levels about emotions. I've heard you have conversations about talking about, you know, when you, when you tell a woman you love them and, and I've heard you talking about stressful situations, but also sexual situations and stuff. Actually, as a man, you're, you're very privileged because not a lot of men do that. Men are taught not to really talk openly with, you know, we talk openly with our friends. We have an outlet. We have a way of processing our emotions and our demons. Whereas a lot of men don't and then they bottle it up and then it builds until it's that thing where it is just punch a fucking wall or punch your missus or whatever. So so actually I think that that is what we need to be teaching and, and suggesting all, to all of our young men is to have that conversation with your boys, speak openly, have that outlet, process it with your friends um, because otherwise it can get knotted up mm-hmm. inside. You know, you know what's scary about the point you made as well regarding the, um, how many women deal with trauma? Um, I feel like whenever things go wrong, men like to blame, not all cases, some cases, men like to blame everybody else but themselves. Mm. But then women like to blame themselves, not everybody mm. else. So that kind of makes sense. That yeah. Even with, with how they deal with trauma, like they would self-harm because they feel like they're the reasons why yeah. this is going wrong. Whereas mm. guys blame everybody else so they 
become they violent to everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, man. Yeah. Men and women are very interesting characters. But no, there, <clears throat> there are lots of men who don't get violent when they're stressed. And if you are in a relationship with a man who gets violent when he's stressed, then you really need to look at that and you need to get possibly professional help or support. Um, wherever you're listening from, you can Google, if you just put in domestic violence support and then put your local area, then you can find a confidential service. You shouldn't try to leave uh, violent relationships um, without professional help because actually leaving can become the most dangerous time. It's most high risk for homicide. So, so get support, speak to people, but it is not normal for people to get violent when they're stressed and he needs some therapy. He needs some help. He needs mm. some other way to to manage his anger. But you don't have to be taking the brunt of that. Um, so on that positive note, yeah. we've we've come to the end, and uh, I've really appreciated having you two here. I really enjoy hearing from from men always. And I don't know, would you call yourself a fuck boy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I guess I have been. Um... I have showcased the behavior. Some girls might say I've showcased the behavior to them at some point, but that wasn't my intention. So I'll just put it out there like that. Well, I hope that we can start you on your path to never showcasing that behavior again. Hopefully. <laughs> but is it, is it, is it, before we close, yeah, yeah. is it valid to, for someone to call me a fuckboy if I've been honest with them? You can't know. They can't go, right. So, for example, but in a they situation, process the information differently. So, the example that I was going to use, but then, but, but that's the title that's going to go around. But it shouldn't. So that's inaccurate. He seems genuinely like worried. No, like, this is what about, they're going to no, say. Okay, going back to the situation that we spoke about before. I've gone on a date with someone. I'm not interested. I've told her. That's yeah. not. That's not what she's going to tell you. No, but then you're not a fuckboy. It's not about what anybody tells. It's not about but the story she... that gets told. It's about your actions. Okay. Fuck what she but says. But she's going to tell someone else he treated me like a fuckboy. Because, well, yeah. And that's the narrative that's going to go. Yeah, well, you control the narrative. So you. I don't, because I'm not the do... one telling the story. Well, actually, no, I think he might. He is right to a certain extent. I'm not the extent. one telling the story. He, he is right, because, unfo- okay, so for example, I always say this to women. I always say this to women. Like, somebody's allowed to end a relationship with you. They're allowed to. Mm. They're allowed to not like you. Ending a relationship does not make them a fuckboy. So yeah. you can say, hey, he broke my heart, you fucking bastard. But he just doesn't want to be with you and he doesn't have to. And mm. that's all right. It's how he goes about ending that relationship. If he just fucks off, blocks you on everything, doesn't even tell you the relationship's over, or if he just starts cheating with somebody else, that's what then makes him a fuckboy. Same with a no-labels fuckboy situation. If you are going on a, if you're on a date with somebody and the man is telling you, I'm not interested in a relationship. I just want to have sex. And then you go and have sex with him and then you catch feelings and he maintains that he doesn't want to have a relationship. Mm. He's not a fuck boy. You just, you got into that mess yourself. Whereas if a man is making you think that there is potential for a relationship, you're amazing, you're wonderful. I can't wait to maybe go on holiday with you next Christmas, then fucks you and doesn't contact you again. Then he's a fuck boy. That's valid, which I've never done. Okay. Never. I don't see even some of my guys who've done that. I'm like, listen, like, come on, man. It's dickhead behavior. Yeah, like, why are you doing that? If you just want to have sex with her, just say you want to have sex with her. Again, information. The information is all I want to do is have sex with you. Yeah. I should just give it to you. That's not for me to have. It's for you to have. Mm-hmm. Whatever you decide to do with that now is on you. Mm-hmm. You can turn around and be like, listen, Taser, that's not what I'm interested in. Fine. Or you can turn and be like, you know what? I've never really tried it, but let's give it a try. All right, cool. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I feel like me telling you, nah, I want you to be my girl one day, mm-hmm. or because I just want to have sex with yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. It's a really not nice thing to do to people. Anyway, so there. Thank, thank you both for coming. I would love to have you both back here again sometime if you'd be willing. And uh, yeah, bye. Bye. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>